0: When it comes to Sister Sarah, Bucky always brings the store-bought cake. This is oh. spoilers. spoilers. I don't know if that's like sexual or not, but it just sounds sexual to me. I don't, I don't know. It's not as sexual <laughs> as store-bought pie, but you know. <sighs> Why well, couldn't it have been a pie? You're so right, Brett. Why well, couldn't it have been the pie? Disney. It's Disney Plus. <sighs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is so true. Well, welcome everyone. Today we are spoiling. What do you guys want me to call it? I could call this thing a thousand different things. Can I call it Captain America and Winter Soldier now? No. Isn't the word
1: punch in there? Fucking Winter Punch um, America. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, yes. I, I mean, I mean t- this like this show changes titles between yeah, season one and season is, two.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Well, is there gonna be a season two? Uh, yeah, is that confirmed?
0: Well, the thing is, is it a season one again because they changed titles?
3: No. Yeah, I come mean, on. it just calls it a mini series, so I I just see the
2: these it. uh Disney Plus shows are going, they all feel like one offs. Just kinda like hold you over till movies start well, happening. Again. It, it, so yeah.
0: do you guys think that's what's happening? This is kind of like the filler in between like movies? Or yeah.
1: they're putting it out there, taking the temperature and then deciding from there which way to go. Which
3: This is. just says a fourth Captain America film is in development as a continuation of the series. There you
4: go. I mean, what do you guys think about like? I've heard people talking about how like Marvel almost has to create a, a universe where people don't have to watch every like little series in between I the bigger movies. I think it's the polar
0: opposite. Well,
4: I, I <laughs> yeah. think it is. It this is, is right now, opposite. but like it's unsustainable for most people, including me. Like I, I have not been able to keep up with everything. I still haven't watched, like, some of the Spider-Man movies. Um,
5: well, how do you feel watching it? Do you feel like you understand what's going on, or are you, like, completely out of sorts?
1: Uh, it varies, I would say. Um, Jordan, what I, about Zemo? Because that's, like, a good, I think, barometer. Jordan loves yeah, like, Zemo. Where you're at. I'm more. a big Zemo guy. Trust me. But, no, it's more
4: <laughs> of, like, the... It's like the little like references that I like see on social media later that I'm like, "Well, I didn't read the comics. I haven't watched every movie. I don't know if I really understand what's going on." Probably like 30% of the time, at least.
3: Do you know Sharon Carter?
4: From the movies only, but like okay. wasn't there like a CW show with her?
0: I think you're thinking of no, Agent no. That's no. Peggy. Yeah, that's she's a, the same person. Broker.
4: See, that's the thing. It it feels like it needs to be broken up in some way like
2: power broken up ah man you beat me to it josh nice (laughs) i mean they can't do that now they've already had like the 30 movies that are layered on top of each other and series like can't start making stuff just stand on its own i don't know just feels like it's too late for that
1: i brought i brought up zemo because like i didn't I, I didn't watch Ultron. Is that what he's from? And like, I've yeah. never seen that it's, movie. It's the worst
0: one. You're not missing much. But no, not not no, it's not even from Ultron. He's from Civil War. Civil War. I
1: haven't seen either of those. And Civil I can, Civil good. I get who yeah. Zemo is in an instant. Just like when you're reading a comic book, you don't, like they purposely just like jettison characters in there that you maybe don't know, but there's hmm. enough like traits that like are so cliche that I think it pops into place pretty quick.
0: Like what Josh? What's cliche?
1: Well they make a joke of it, right? He always has like the head tilt
0: thing whenever yes. he's like smart <laughs> outsmarting you. He head tilts and like tricks you or something. He reminds me of the the villain from the Mission Impossible movies now. What's his name?
1: Philip Seymour Hoffman.
0: Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. No, Mikey Mikey know what I'm talking about. Oh, Mads? It's not Mads. Um Sads. He like he has a beard. A penguin. And he talks just like Zemo.
2: Christoph Waltz? <sighs> no. I don't know. Oh, the guy from the uh, the one in the desert. He's like from Fallout and from like.
0: Um, Is he red hair? No, he actually looks quite a bit like Zemo. Well, let me see here. <sighs> Zola, Zenu, Zola, Zenu. I think Zenu's right. Xenia. I don't know. I've never seen the movies. So. You never God. seen Mission Impossible? Isn't that a Superman movies? character! What is that?
1: That's gonna be that little section <laughs> of
3: time. <laughs> People love it, man.
0: His name is Solomon Lane.
3: That guy. More like Solomon Lame.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta look this guy oh up. My God. <laughs> Jordan, oh, thank you, Stevie. I know that you haven't oh, been keeping yeah. up with the movies a ton, and it's hard for you because you have a very busy life. But, (laughs) like, to me, I don't know if you felt this way, but did this almost feel like filler to you instead of, like, its own original show? Like, this series felt like complete filler to me versus, like, a standalone story that also connected to other things.
1: Are you talking about Wanda?
0: Um, I didn't think Wanda was filler. I thought Wanda was, like, a completely told story. I feel like this was just... A very much holdover series. I don't know about you guys.
2: And Wanda, I felt like, had more uh, effect on, like, the world at large of the MCU rather yeah. than
4: this did. Because they brought Vision back? Because I, there wasn't really that much else that connected to, like, the wider world, was there?
5: Yeah, there, I mean, there was Wanda's, like, power-up. <laughs> <Like, laughs> well...
4: I also think that the power up at the end, I only knew like the significance of that after listening to other stuff and like reading about how it's supposed to link it to the next movie. So Stevie to answer your question, like, yes, I agree. It does feel like filler. But again, like I was saying earlier, I think, I, I think Marvel could lose a decent amount of people that just don't care to, or don't have the time to watch like every, every series and every movie within the thing. Cause it, it becomes like a, self-referential. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a good story and I like it, but it, it does seem like it, it could lose some people along the way, I guess, because this is like filler, but it's also relies on you having seen other stuff.
1: I have an analogy for you, Stevie. Hit me with and it. I don't, Let's go. I don't know. I'm kind of speaking out of my butt. Cause I don't know what Anthony Mackie's like contract is here, but this seems like mm, the owner of the Cowboys saying Dak Prescott is our man. like, this this whole thing is like the backstory to the new Captain America, and I'm guessing, like Brett told us, I don't know if that was before the pod or not, the next thing is going to be a Captain America movie out of this. And I'm guessing they're going to want to make, what, a trilogy out of that, and then he'll be a main character in the next like mega event down the road? Like, Is that where this is all going?
0: I hope so. I feel like they're going to branch off a ton of different stuff with this. Um, like, I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, Marvel came out with either, like, a suicide-type squad show and or a movie with U.S. agent leading the way, uh, Mikey's boy Wyatt Russell.
2: Captain <laughs> Fascist.
0: Captain <laughs> What'd you make of Captain Fascist, Mikey? Do you like him in this show? Because I thought his arc was amazing.
2: Yeah, he's a very interesting character. I've never heard of U.S. agent before, but... Wyatt Russell is. I like Wyatt Russell a whole lot. I like him in Overlord, and he's great in that. That but movie's he's more shit. Yeah, he's more of a hero type in that, and to see him be a bad guy was a really interesting take. And when he kills that guy, it's pretty brutal. And the whole mm. show just kind of like flips it flips on its head after that point. I thought it was very interesting, but I'm surprised that like he's. I don't know. I. I have seen pictures of now like U.S. agent in like comics and like oh this is like a guy that's running around. He's not like a bad guy. It seems like I don't know. He's just like uh, it's kind of an, an anti-hero. anti-hero. To yeah, to Captain America.
1: I love when he's unhinged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a scary guy. <sighs>
1: i mean what do you guys think about the lawless or the law uh i don't know like the morality of him killing that dude because like by all accounts all those people are in a fight to a death there he caught yeah. that guy down and like i don't
5: know he stopped him and then when the guy was pinned down he took his fucking head off so like <laughs> yeah. you know a little bit of a. I'm Captain with Walker here. police brutality I think right <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah I was seeing like Analogies of like oh this is what it's like When America goes over and like Tries to start a war in the Middle East or whatever Just occupying places Where they shouldn't be and kind of like Setting up camp there or Whatever it's just like He's a He's like all of the bad things About America <laughs> It's just like personified <laughs> And I think it was very interesting that that's kind of like the theme of like most of the show was uh, we're like leaving behind Captain America. We don't have anybody who was worthy enough to f- take that mantle of uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. And this guy tries to force his way in there and does it a, a, does a terrible job of it.
5: Yeah, as soon as John Walker gets that super soldier serum, oh, like geez. the next thing he does
2: is kill a man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, fucks up almost immediately.
5: Touche on that,
1: but can I be devil's advocate here? They're fighting to the death, and like, what is he? Sp- he's supposed to apprehend the super soldier and take him in. He's like, a super
5: soldier happen. too. Yeah, that's what Steve would have done. First
2: of all captain america is bonking the shield off of everybody's head the, all of these people would be dead like <laughs> you can't take a vibranium shield to the skull and then just walk away so it's like i don't know like you gotta aim for the legs and he's just bouncing them off of people's head
5: stevie i was like continually thinking about mad max beyond thunderdome i don't know about you but and walker we the waiting ones <laughs> <laughs> everything mocked, everything remembered.
0: <laughs>
1: Corey's accents are actually pretty good. We need to bust those out more.
0: Brett, um... Wait, did we do introductions? Actually, <laughs> yes. this has been a fantastic intro, but I think this would be a great segue, Josh. You're right. Because Corey had an awesome idea. Actually, I think it was Jordan. Maybe, I can't remember. But... Um, let's go from East to west. Introduce yourselves. And what is the proper bedtime for you guys? And what's the least <laughs> amount of sleep you can get and still function the next day?
4: <laughs> Sorry, where are we starting?
0: <laughs> let's go Eastest to Weestestest.
4: All right, I think I'm Eastest. Um, my, <laughs> my bedtime, Stevie, proper is that what bread I'm trying to Bread time. Um, Papa
0: bread time. <laughs>
4: Usually try to be, you know, tucked in by, like, 11. <laughs> 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 and cookies, just,
2: uh, cookies and milk. <laughs> Brett just are
3: clustered. Uh, uh, <laughs> it sounded so funny.
4: Um, I don't know. The least amount of sleep I can get and still function, probably, like, five hours. But that's not sustainable. I would probably bash someone's head in with a shield if I only had five hours regularly. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, uh, yeah, probably, like, six and a half, I guess, is, like, the... The, the actual minimum?
3: Yeah. Um, this is Brett recording out of Fort Wayne. Uh, on weeknights, work nights, uh, we usually go to bed between 12 and 1. Wow. Um, and on weekends, we usually go to sleep sometime between 2 and 4. Damn. And then uh, yeah. the least amount of... S- when we first moved here, we were like so stupid. We were going to bed... At like one o'clock and getting up at seven o'clock to go to work. And we were doing this like every night. Um, I told my brother that, who has kids, and he looked at me like I was smoking <laughs> crack. So, um,
4: how do you live? What about your circadian <gasps> rhythms, dude?
5: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. Dude, you got to stay up late beating those Aladdin games. The shit ain't easy. <laughs> Amen. And I, I kind of like what Joe
3: said. I could probably go off. Three or four hours on a workday—it's um, not sustainable at all. Um, I'm already pretty cranky. Um, yeah, I just stay out of my way if I'm getting three or four hours. But I have a, <laughs> a, a person I work with who like never stops talking. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Three or four hours, and that's my weird schedule.
1: I think it's me next, Josh from Goshen.
3: Uh, man,
1: I, my mom. Calls this trait our family has the Schultz gene, like her maiden name, some old German family where I guess they just like to sleep a lot and get real grumpy in the morning. And I definitely have that pretty strong. So I I can buck up and do like a couple hours sleep and like do stuff if I really have to, but I think everyone's onto the same thing. At some point, you're gonna crash. So, um, yeah, Josh from
2: Goshen uh mikey from goshen uh yeah my work i work night shift uh so i don't get home until like 12 12 30 but i can't just fall asleep when i get home so i'm usually up to like 2 2 30 and then i wake up at like 8 so it's like six hours Boy. but i don't know like during the day i'll work out and then i'll take a nap afterwards so before I go to work again, so it's almost like cheating a little bit. But uh, what do you
1: do to work out, Mikey? Mikey? Mikey working
2: out. Look at this guy. Yeah,
1: what's his, what's your like routine? Okay, John Walker.
2: What do you want me to go through my <laughs> whole? Re- I do a, <laughs> a bunch of stuff. It's different like every day. You're punching stuff. Bench press six hundred <laughs> pounds. What's I throw my shield at a tree and then I <laughs> flip and catch it, and then I just repeat that process over and over again. Then boom, Captain America. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on weekends, I'll be at work even later than that, and I don't know, just, I don't need a lot of sleep, but uh, I am also able to nap before I go to work again, so I'd say like six hours. This is
5: Corey, Kylo Ren memes, you know, I sleep about a good six hours, sometimes less a night, but uh, every couple of weeks, I need like a solid 12 hours uninterrupted to make up for it. So. <laughs> Dang, that's me.
0: Yeah, Corey, I think you and I pretty much have the same schedule. Uh, this is Stevie recording from Elkhart. Um, typically five, six hours a night during the weekdays, and it's like once, you know, every other weekend or so, and there's nothing to do, and I just have, you know, a free opening where it's like, okay, I can get a solid 10 hours of sleep, 11 hours of sleep, and I find like that just makes up for it for the entire week, but... Quite frankly, I can probably do three, four hours a night and still function the next day pretty solid, but I cannot sustain that by any means. It's a
4: fool's errand.
0: <sighs> I know, <laughs> I know. But like, you can't
5: dance like Zemo after that little sleep, you know? You, you gotta get those you Z's. Can't, but like, no way. 12
2: it's, it's, uh, it's hours. My back would be hurting from just laying in bed all day.
0: <laughs> but, like, the worst part, I mean, it's not the worst part, but, like... I don't know, Josh, if you experienced this, but like after you have a newborn, it's almost like you get this newfound energy where it's like, you know, when they're screaming at two or three in the morning (laughs) and you gotta do something, you just kind of recover really easily. Yeah. Josh, you that way or you'd be so just grumpy the whole time? (laughs)
4: He's
0: (laughs) always grumpy. Josh, why (laughs) are you so grumpy?
1: Oh, man. I have an amazing wife. And for the last few years, <laughs> she's been stay at home while I have been working. And that's been amazing. So she honestly takes care. Like, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'll never change a diaper. I change diapers all the time. And
0: Are you that dude where, like, a- the baby's screaming at night and you're like, Baby's crying. Go get it. No, no.
1: but I'm the deep sleeper and Trace is like, well, he has to work. And so she's really cool and goes and gets him. So
5: she's right behind you. Isn't she? (laughs) She's
1: not, but I'm going to have to direct her to this episode. How sweet.
0: (laughs) Brad, I was going to ask you this question because I feel like you've seen a lot of thrillers and action movies in your day. Um, this was kind of a pet peeve of mine. I don't know if you felt the same, but did it kind of bother you that they, they told this story in complete, like, order? No, I mean, it's kind of like a kind of like a throwback a
3: little bit. It's like everything's so, everyone wants to be, uh, what's that, like, non-linear. I, I don't know, it just kind of seemed like a throwback. It was almost kind of refreshing, I guess, but I, I, I didn't really notice it that much.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I'm okay. Maybe it was just me, but, like, with the whole Sharon Carter thing, like, I think anybody could see that coming from a mile away and part of me wishes that like the build up for the entire series would have been like the Mexican standoff in the parking garage on the last episode <laughs> I got in trouble when I said that by the way I don't think it was that that you said Brett I think you well, said then I said
3: Irish people were better and you then said that the French no. you.
0: I think you said Let's the French not, were better no. than
1: Mexicans
3: <laughs> Could we please not it get into district 13, Yeah, <laughs> just Brett was around. wrong
1: and we've moved on
0: <laughs> God!
1: oh dear.
0: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I That's just stand off. I was just I was just kind of wishing that like, you know, with kind of I mean even with uh Winter Soldier and the uh, Captain America movie, part of me wishes kind of with like a thriller, even a spy genre, even like with an action show like this, they would have started in different spots, even if it just been for like a minute or two like on each episode and it kind of would have been a build up to there throughout.
1: Can I ask a question though of you or Corey, like someone like me or Jordan has a very like scratch the surface, I think conceptual knowledge of who Sharon is. Like she's kind of a double agent. She's like the powerful bad person. Is that what I'm getting here? Can you explain that a little more thoroughly? Maybe
2: what was like the last movie she was in civil war? Yeah. God, how long ago was that? A while. 2016? It takes a while.
0: Yeah, it was a while ago. 2017, maybe? I can't remember. Hmm. But it's been a minute. But I mean, so Josh, yeah, she was uh, betrayed by the country that she loved and fought for. And uh, pretty much. uh, Yeah. She broke the law. How'd she break (laughs) the law? I mean, she broke
3: the law. I'm not saying it was right. And it stinks. She's probably bitter because everyone else got like, oh, free pass, but not her. And I get it. But yeah, she I mean, she helped fugitives escape, even though they weren't really fugitives. They were only fugitives for Hydra, who were bad people. So,
1: <sighs> Corey, can you just sum up her arc in a nutshell? Like, what's going on with her? What's the deal? Big Any over. Show? Just a big overhead perspective.
5: Like, what? who is she? So she was a agent of SHIELD and she was kind of undercover, posing as Captain America Steve Rogers' neighbor in one of the movies. Mm. So there was a reveal in that movie. Oh yeah. And I think I think it was Winter Soldier, yeah. Yep. Where like, oh, she's actually an agent of SHIELD. She was pretending to be his neighbor just to kind of keep an eye on Steve because SHIELD just wanted to keep tabs on Steve. Anyway, later on shield gets infiltrated by hydra and she is one of the main agents that like rallies a group of actual shield agents against the hydra people so that hydra just doesn't fully take over so she was kind of like the true and blue shield agent she was the one that was kind of on steve's side to make sure that hydra didn't just take over the world basically she was one of the big stopping forces in that regard Mm. So it is supposed to be pretty surprising to see her turn like this, but at the same time, after giving it some thought, I can kind of understand why. Because she was so fucked over, and after so many years have passed, she's just like, "All right, this is just what I'm going to do now. I'm going to, I'm going to be a power broker."
0: And she is Steve's grand niece. Is that right? Whoa! <laughs> I guess <laughs> don't so. They, don't they
4: like hook up uh,
2: and yeah. Civil yeah, War? Yeah,
0: it's, it's a tad weird.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, doesn't Steve like almost ask her out and Winter Soldier or something because they're like neighbors or whatever?
5: Yeah, and in Civil
0: War they kiss. Oh, uh, weird. I think they just forgot that when they were trying to repair the, like the timeline. <laughs> like it, it's it's very strange.
3: Is it? It's not worse than Luke and Leia.
4: It's like how Daenerys just forgot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that <laughs> going forward i mean she's like who's gonna be like the bigger bad her or julia julia uh Louis Louis character. valentina allegra <laughs> de fontaine that sounds evil
5: elaine um, madame hydra hmm you know i don't think agent 13 sharon is going to be like a big bad at all in the MCU. I think she's going to be a bad, but I, I think she's going to somewhat ride the middle. She's going to be kind of a, yeah, a chaotic as, neutral. I was going to say, is
3: she going to be bad? or she, I, was, I just assumed she was going to be like an anti-hero kind of...
5: Chaotic neutral.
1: We've already seen breadcrumbs of Falcon being very reticent to like, you know, he's always looking for the good and wanting people to like turn themselves in. And that's kind of the main plot line, but with a different character.
0: So, I don't know if you guys have seen this online. What if it's not Sharon at all? What if it's the scroll? Yeah, I mean,
5: that scrolls is... are going to be a more major part, apparently, if the murmurs online are to be believed. So, I guess anything's possible with someone being a scroll.
2: A scrunt.
5: <laughs> scroll! Scroll! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What if Matt trolls
1: a scroll? <laughs> Dude, don't talk about our patrons like that.
0: What's a scroll? It sounds terrible. What are you saying? <laughs> it's an alien that can. They're shapeshifters, Josh. Have you not seen um, Captain Marvel? Marble? That's why you have
4: to see every fucking movie, Josh. Every movie. You to see every movie, man.
0: Why does that bother you so much, Jordan? Movies are fun. It, no, it
4: doesn't actually bother me. I'm just saying that there's. <laughs> i don't know i guess it, it depends on how far down like you want to dive with it but like Corey's talking about scrolls and i have seen captain marvel and i barely remember which race of aliens those are
3: okay since this has been kind of a hodgepodge anyway a few weeks ago both the hulk and the spider-mans were off disney plus is that like something that's going to happen off and on they're going to keep losing spider-mans and then like are they just kind of like trying to forget the hulk we're all trying
0: to forget the Hulk. I think the Hulk was released by Universal, is that right? Really? Oh, they I think Norton I think Norton's Hulk was released by Universal.
3: God, that's bad. Is that like kind of like it was with the the live actions where they owned them but they didn't own them yet or like yeah, yeah I think it was Universal like had like 2-year contracts on them or something. Yeah. Okay, I guess I can, my sister wanted to know so maybe I'll look into that. Cuz I mean hmm. Did, was Ed Norton's Hulk on Disney Plus? I mean, it wasn't a few weeks ago, but I, I don't see why it wouldn't be. It's part of the story.
5: Yeah, I mean, it is technically part of the MCU, just like the Spider-Man movies are, which the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are done by Sony, but they have an agreement with Marvel. That agreement's going to expire after the next movie. There's some very complicated things with the characters that were like licensed out to other studios, uh, namely, the Hulk, which Marvel can't do a standalone movie by themselves. So the Hulk, as far as I understand, and of course Spider-Man. Mm. There was some issues with Fantastic Four as well, but they bought Fox, so that to that. <laughs> That's the You're only right,
0: reason see, they the bought Fox was to get Fantastic Four, because those movies are just so good. Yeah, Where
2: are those movies at? Are those on Disney Plus, or did they block those away? In I the think Disney they're vault?
0: like at the Seven Eleven dollar bin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just, just Tim's story. Fantastic Four
5: is don't even bother. <laughs> I mean, Fan Four Stick is really the worst one of the bunch. But Fan <laughs> Four Stick. <laughs> all right, sorry about that tangent, guys. I'm, I, <laughs> I appreciate the
3: answers. I didn't mean to derail. Is the 2003 Hulk part of the series at
1: all, no. or is that where you draw the line?
0: Oh, stop that. that! Don't yeah. even bring it I'm up. Just, I know
1: that movie is so bad. That's
0: like with the other Spider Mans. It's like a different thing.
1: <sighs> just asking a question.
0: I saw that in theaters and thought about walking out. That's how bad that movie is.
1: Stevie, that movie turned me off to superheroes for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, what did you do when you walked out of the theater? We were 13.
2: <laughs> drove home. Just went to Hacienda? Me
1: and best friend Drew Rockland saw that in the theater in Chicago, and we were so pissed off
2: leaving the theater. Like
1: We could have done so much else in Chicago. Dang it.
2: <laughs> that movie isn't part of the MCU, but Nick Nolte is. <laughs> Nick Nolte is <laughs> very integral to the MCU. Because of that movie.
0: Did you guys think this show could have been a little more focused? Because it felt very, like I said, filler and breadcrumby. Um, would you guys have liked it more if it was a tad more kind of straight focus? Or did you like how all over the place it truly was? I liked most
3: everything about it. I, I mean, I wish I didn't care that much about the philosophy of the i thought they tried way too hard them in general and sam i mean i've seen i always kind of thought it was stupid and i've seen people criticize it like at some point i mean that girl is just not a good person like you can say oh it's this this is but like it's the whole ends justify the means i mean she's a freaking murderer yeah, even her friends were like, whoa, bro, you're getting a
0: little weird. Exactly, and then at the <laughs> end, he's like,
3: I get the whole point. The speech is pretty cool at the end, but like, he's like, don't call them terrorists. They're literally terrorists. I mean, like, by definition, everything they've done is terrorism. So whether you think they have good intentions or not,
5: like like someone said- One world. <laughs> no, I, what he's saying oh, one is- yeah. <laughs> don't just give them a name and then yeah, that's it. Like They're terrorists, whatever, they're evil- I mean he, he had a really good point that like if we want to address this problem that's creating it we have to like understand what is actually going on that's driving them to do this and that's what we have to address we actually have to help people instead of just say you know what they're terrorists and that's it uh I th- I mean I'm sure you got that too Brett right
3: yeah no I, I I agree with most of the speech I mean again I also think it's kind of a it's a bad situation I mean I just watched a movie about people took over a city and then they got beat and then the other people came back and like people were living in their houses it's like these people aren't bad but it's not your house I, I don't know if that made sense but like it's just a bad situation um but we're such a 180 world like uh if something goes bad we we like to do 180 so that's kind of what they were doing it's like well we're not gonna find a common ground. We're just gonna kick these people out. So I get it. Um, I get what you're saying, but I, my my more thing was stop trying to save this woman. She's just a, a bad person, in my opinion. So
2: for me, I uh, I could have done without the like flag smasher stuff. I was same really that's hoping kind of, it was getting more getting just into, about actually. U.S. agent or that Wyatt Russell character turning into a bad guy, and then Bucky and Sam going to. Beat him or whatever, and then he becomes a bad guy in the end. That's what I thought it was gonna be about. But uh, I thought the the girl who plays like Carly Morgan, thought, I thought she was great. But mm-hmm. I just could have done with like a more streamlined Bucky Sam fighting Wyatt Russell. Take fifty yeah. percent of the Technique. flag smasher stuff out, and I would have liked it more. Because I mean, again, I, yeah, like uh, I was just like confused. I guess on a bit of that plot point stuff, I was just like, okay, well, what is this leading up to? Where, what are really? I mean, she's obviously a bad person, so it's like, either just defeat her and let's get to the Wyatt Russell stuff, or let's. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I was just like, kind of over it. Kind of like three episodes in. Mm-hmm.
0: I think flag smashers were <laughs> strategically put there to really show off Sam's new armor and, like, new shield and, like, what he could do. Like, I mean, it's really strategic. Like, especially, like, the, the Flag Smasher that's, like, flying the helicopter. Like, it's really just to honestly show, like, Sam's new tech. But I'm with you guys. I really could have done it without the Flag Smasher stuff. I just, mm-hmm. what I was hoping this would be, would have been kind of, like, a coming-to-grip story of, I mean, it, technically was, but of Sam accepting his place in the world as Captain America, and as well as, like, Bucky and Sam's relationship, because these are two of Steve's best friends that could not be any more polar opposite from one another.
1: But were you getting some major, like, insurrection vibes from this, too, when they're like, we're going to disrupt this vote on January 6th? And we're gonna have the shaman with us. <laughs>
2: See, I, I didn't even know what the vote was about. I was like, okay, but what is? It, what are they voting on? I don't feel like that wasn't explained very well. Unless I just wasn't paying attention.
5: I feel like that wasn't explained well at all. That's the problem with the flag smashers in the story. Is that they're a little unclear. I think it's not yep. that necessarily they're executed bad. I think they're executed pretty well, but the explanations of things is so like cursory gone over that like, you don't <laughs> fully get it with all the things going on in the story. So therefore you're not like the vote. Right. Or they had someone like in their party that like died, there was a funeral and it's like, who wait, who is this person? Is it going to be a thing? Mama Rosa. Yeah. So like <laughs> it, it said very quickly, I think, but I, I, it, you know, I didn't get it. It was like the
3: mother figure to them, right?
5: Yeah. It was something like that. Were they
2: orphans? I, I don't know who that lady was supposed to be. I don't know what that funeral was about. One world.
3: I think that was a mother, like the mother figure to them, and probably raised some of them and helped them through their whatever. But yeah, that was like. I remember thinking, whose funeral are they going to? Are they going to Carly's? I mean, I just remember being super confused, but um, I don't know. Foe die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take a knife to your eye.
1: Mama Danya, I think is that character's name.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I just, I did not like that storyline at all. But Corey, one storyline I quite enjoyed was kind of about a super soldier that was uh, left behind. Uh, did you like that storyline? Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley, my man. Uh, that was,
5: uh, I think, one of the better executed things in this series. Um, It's just really, like, nice how they work in, like, these comic stories like that. Um, Because, you know, every MCU property has comic book tie-ins, but none are, like, directly from the page. Like, Civil War is called Civil War, but it's not, like, directly from the page. It's related. Yeah. Uh, It's the same thing with this, uh, Isaiah Bradley. Truth is the name of the comic, Red, White, and Black, which is a comic I read a long time ago. And I really like it, although the art in it is very strange. Um, but yeah, I do quite like having this idea of like, yes, yeah, so there was another Captain America too, um, but he was black and he was not treated as well, to say the least, right? I mean, it was really like moving and tragic, his story, I think. What's the
1: artwork like?
5: Um, it's almost like they tried to do 60s style Marvel, but it was in like the mid 2000s. And that's like when I think the art of Marvel started getting really good, but they went back to the art style that I hate, like that uh, old style. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Will we ever get to see him like kick ass, do you think? Or is he done?
5: I think he still kind of wants to hide. Yeah, I think it would be awesome if they did a miniseries or movie on his s- backstory. His like, yeah, that, would be amazing. Amazing. that
4: would be awesome.
0: All right, so Corey, say they cast it. Who's your truth? <laughs> who's my <laughs> Isaiah Bradley? Yeah, who's your Isaiah Bradley? Um,
5: there's a dude that I really like and I, I forget his name so it probably doesn't sound good but he was already in a Marvel movie he was in Black Panther um, Michael B. He, Jordan not Michael B. Jordan M'baku? but I think he's great the guy from um, Get Out the lead Daniel in Get Kaluuya? Out Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya? Yeah.
3: yeah Oscar winner Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya that's right I actually like the idea of M'Baku I can't remember his name but I like him too he's really good but you gotta pick someone who's not and In the Marvel, which is hardly anybody, I think someone point.
1: that didn't win an Oscar less than 24 hours ago.
2: <laughs> you don't know his name, uh, Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. He's a oh, little yeah. too
0: scrawny for that. How about Michael J. White? He's awesome. Yeah, he's, cool. he's a little too old, much though. trouble for he's he's
3: messed up, dude. He's he's also old.
0: What's wrong with Michael it's... J. White? What am I
4: missing? I like
3: Michael J. White, he just. He's just kind of arrogant. Oh, my but God, Brett. Having... He's
1: old.
4: He's
3: very Brett arrogant. loves that he's word. <laughs> you going
1: hard in the paint on this dude. <laughs> yeah.
3: What, like having seven black belts is hard? <sighs> yeah, he's a pretty legit
5: dude. Did he like,
0: rear end you or something? At some point? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, he's not a very good actor. He, br- he broke check Brett. <laughs> That's what he's he not a very this. good actor.
1: Brett's giving him the whole <laughs> Clapton treatment.
0: <laughs> no, I, I too was um, disappointed by Spawn so I get it you can be disappointed by Spawn but Black Dynamite is a masterpiece I just meant he's bad in the Dark Knight he's not a good actor enough from the clown <laughs>
2: uh, I, 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 I uh, saw a movie uh, the first Purge is terrible but I, I really like the lead in that his name is Elon Noel and he kicks a lot of ass in that movie He's very good. And I thought he'd make an awesome Blade, but I don't think Marvel has the balls to do a hyperviolent Blade movie, so.
5: They are doing Blade. Oh, really? they're casting. Be
2: um, R?
5: I don't know if it's R. That's a good point, <laughs> because it probably should be R, right? But they're casting the f-
2: Green Book. Oh, um, uh, Mahershala?
5: Yeah.
1: Maybe you didn't hear it, but Mikey specifically said hyper-violent.
2: <laughs> yeah, I need a, uh, I need them dancing to uh, Rob Zombie and then everybody yes. being murdered in a bath of blood. Uh, that's what I'm talking about.
5: Kung Lao shows up, does a fatality, and says flawless <laughs> yeah. victory.
0: For those who haven't seen the first Blade, the intro is absolutely stunning and amazing. Please go and watch that. Um, we need to do that. I guess kind of want to end the episode on this. We've been all over the place. Say they make a season two or season one of Captain America and, and Winter Soldier. Uh, <laughs> where would you like this? Uh, like, where would you like to see this series go?
1: All John Walker, all the time.
2: <laughs> the fascism diaries. <laughs> yeah,
1: I want to see him going in with good intes- intentions, mission after mission, getting twisted almost teetering off the edge and someone barely saving him and then just writing that line out for an entire season
2: i think that would be very interesting but it would almost be like writing the line of is this propaganda do we (laughs) do we need this like (laughs) as a marvel property or whatever i don't know i think he's uh i don't know um i for me i wanted to see just a bucky thing just bucky Same. as a winter soldier killing everybody and i've said that a lot of times in the thread already but i just <laughs> yeah. think he's so cool and when he was just a rogue mercenary just killing everybody for what hydra he was pretty awesome pretty powerful I mean, we got a
5: taste of that in this series yes. right we got to see the flashback which was amazing
2: yeah
3: i,
5: it really I mean i'm with you mikey i love seeing him like in full-on crazy mode where he's just unstoppable. No. Yeah, but it seems
2: like they really just kind of, they're past that now. He'll get there. He's been nerfed. No. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they put so much work in. like, oh, Bucky is struggling so much with the Winter Soldier thing and then he finally gets, resolves that part of him at the end. Like, we're never gonna see Winter Soldier stuff.
1: The more people he kills, the more he has to walk around like Elliot Smith or like, (laughs) <laughs> um, Manchester by the Sea. Like, he's... <laughs> what the fuck? It just sucks. I want him to become a more balanced dude and just be, like, a friend. I like that character more than, like, Sulky Bucky, who's also a mass murderer. I think that's less interesting.
0: I think we saw it a little bit in Madripoor, where he was, like, pretending to be controlled by Zemo's. Uh, or Zemo. I think <sighs> Bucky looked a little different and faster during that. And also in the finale, when he was pulling the doors off the trucks, uh, it was kind of like I read it as like his internal struggle between like going into that crazy mode, being able to use full strength Hmm. and also being somewhat balanced because we haven't seen that Winter Soldier since Winter Soldier. I mean, it's been for absolute ever because like you guys said, he was unstoppable when he was just wearing a mask and killing people.
1: I have a question that kind of ties directly into that because the glaring flaw that I wish they would have dwelled on more, I think it would have been really interesting is like why did Bucky and Falcon not embrace this new Captain America? Like he gave the shield like he gave the shield away and someone else has chosen and I feel like if they would have just backed him And like helped him in any sort of way. I I don't think it was very well explained why they just completely dissed him. Unless it's just low, a bad character choice by them, I think.
4: I'd say
3: it was the right choice. Weren't
4: they pissed off because Sam gave the shield back with the intention of like they were retiring it and like a week later they come out with like hey
3: here's (laughs) a week
1: later they can't they come out with white captain america again
2: make the shield great. he's just some
1: random dude and they know it and he's just trying his best at the beginning he's also a douchebag
2: yeah i think because at that point we're so like all we know about this soldier is like he was a great soldier and he was like top of the top like highest standards and had a great track record and everything. And it is a little weird that they didn't, I don't know. They were pretty dismissive of him, like right from the start. And whenever they interacted, they were just kind of like jawing at each other. I don't know.
4: I mean, later, later Sam like tries to like talk to him, like you made a mistake. Like, it's okay. We just need to like figure this out, but it's probably too far gone at that point. Cause he's,
3: he makes mistake after mistake after mistake. But Stevie, uh, going back to your point,
4: I, it's tough for Bucky, I think, because like to bring his character back to full force because that first movie that he was in in Winter Soldier was so good, and it was like a like a genre spy thriller. And I I don't know if they'll be able to like go back to like a movie like that where he can be such a badass and it can be contextualized in the same way. Um,
2: yeah, I would love another spy type thing with Bucky. I would like to see him
5: turn it on again with, like, the right motivation, you know, for, like, the right reason. I don't know if we will see that, but I think it would be great. I I had a question for you guys, though. Like, this series brought us something that the comics bring up a lot, and that's people trying to recreate the Captain America (laughs) Super Soldier serum. (laughs) Um, Did you guys like seeing, like, the uh, more super soldiers, or were you like... No, no more super soldiers.
3: Less is more. Less is better for me. But I mean, it made it interesting because that was kind of uh, one of what's his face's uh, Russell's arcs. Is he? He was a super stud. He was awesome, but you know, he knew he couldn't beat the super soldiers, and then he got really devastated when he lost to the black Panther guard. So I don't know, just kind of all
4: just such a baby in that scene.
0: (laughs) She wasn't even a super soldier. (laughs) I mean, I think it was interesting to see at first, but I was a little fatigued from it. Like the third time they brought it up, it's like how many super soldier, I mean, they could have honestly done like three or four super soldiers. And I felt like they had so many of them, I was, like, fatigued by them at a certain point. Hmm. Why didn't Zemo want one? What's that? Why didn't Zemo want
3: one?
1: It's against his whole thing, his whole principles, I mean, it's
3: what created the Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it could have made him a better criminal. (laughs)
1: I agree with what you guys are saying, though, about getting tired of it, but it leads to that cathartic moment of all those vials getting like smashed underfoot. That's pretty great to see. It reminds me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the ooze and stuff. Pretty cool. Oh, secret
2: <laughs> It wasn't every Slime. Was every Every single pod. <laughs> what the heck? Bring up it's vague. Stupid movie.
5: <laughs> I mean, that was kind of taken from Marvel, but from a Daredevil uh, comic. Um, but I think like the, the super soldier thing, it's like good. They, they tackled it in this show because it's not the kind of thing you want to see in like every Marvel movie. Like, oh, they're trying to redo the super soldier serum again.
4: It's a great Uh, point. Like
5: the way it is in the comics. So like, it's good that like they tackled it here. It's like a done thing. I mean, in Marvel, the super soldier program is like, It's like the Jurassic Park franchise. You know, like you had one really good super soldier. And then you keep trying to like do it again. And it's like fucking just
2: stop. Okay. Like there was one. It
5: was special. And
0: all of a sudden you get the super serum brought to you by Jimmy Buffett. The thing is, we're
2: talking about the U.S. government super soldier serum. There is, they're working on that. You know that they're working on that. And they're trying to jack up every soldier in the U.S. (laughs) Army with that thing. There's no way that there aren't. Thousands well, that more That was violence. their goal.
3: That was the goal at the beginning, and then all that serum got taken, so.
1: Well, Corey, this is spoilers. What happens with John Walker in the comics? Like, what's his general
5: arc? And John Walker, I have no idea. He's a douche. <laughs> Dude, he's so cool. <laughs> Major douche. He was, like...
3: Definitely not one of my favorite parts. I know I, I, you guys love him. That's cool. I love the
1: scene when he's like that wide shot of him and he's named the super agent or whatever
0: the hell it is. U.S. agent. Yeah, and he's like, I'm back. back. And he's like boxing himself or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and he's like shadow boxing. Like, I I don't know. I think I like John Walker's character a lot because I thought he had a great arc to him. Um, I know the serum. he a good arc. What's that? He did have a good arc. He
3: had a great just arc. Thought he was a douche. Lamar was um, so cool.
0: I did like Lamar. I don't think we're gonna. This is the last we're gonna see of Lamar. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I thought John Walker's character had a great arc to him. He was a douche in the comics, a massive douche. Uh, I like the way <laughs> they brought him up in this series. I wish he had held on to the shield a lot longer. <laughs> uh, than he did in this series. I thought him just having it for one or two episodes was kind of lame. Um, Do you know
1: what happens to him in the comics then?
0: He's more along the lines of an anti hero. Think of kind of like a um, patriotic daredevil. Okay. Uh, not patriotic daredevil, uh, patriotic Deadpool, Deadpool. I mean, yeah. Think, think of him along those lines. So he's never like, he never goes full bad. He was in, initially in the comics, yeah. He tried to kill Captain America.
1: Oh, you'll have that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'll have we'll that. We'll
0: try. But, I mean, this is why I think he's probably going to get his own movie. Uh Ugh. Mm. I, I really think that. I think they're going to start introducing a lot of these kind of anti-hero, are they good, are they bad characters in the next series? And I think Wyatt Russell will probably get his own U.S. agent, Suicide Squad type movie.
2: Hmm. Some more villain-focused stuff would be pretty cool to kind of, like, tread into. I think that's what we're getting
0: next. How do you top Thanos, though? I
2: don't know, but, like, we didn't really know much about him other than that, like, one scene of him conquering a planet with the green girl. That was kind of like our whole backstory into Thanos, I guess. But yeah. Nope. We didn't really know a whole lot about him.
3: There are some pretty cool villains we could t- tap into. Like, the just the... Uh- Luckily for them, and unfortunately for them in the future, the Infinity Gauntlet storyline is just so good, and I mean they got so much out of it. I mean, Galactus is a good villain, but they've not done very well with him in the past. I mean, it's like, the change, make him a mist.
1: The changes they made from comic to movie for Infinity Gauntlet were mm-hmm. so great. I feel like they could, with a good with good writing, they could definitely make
5: Galactus work right.
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's a cool villain.
5: Um, He's obviously super powerful. I mean, they did him perfectly in Rise of the Silver Surfer already. They don't need to do it again. Stop! (laughs) (laughs) Are there
1: any other main villains they you think might be coming down the pike?
2: I was trying to think of the... uh, Oh, We got uh, Jared Leto's Morbius. Yay! He's kind of an Uh, Annie. I want to see... I'm like... I'm like obsessed
3: with the Beyonder, but... He is, like, like the most, I mean, he's, like, literally, like, the second most powerful being, second or third most powerful being in the multiverse, so, like, I can't imagine them bringing him in. They brought him into the cartoons a little bit, but he's just, like, uber powerful, so I can't imagine they bring him in, but, I mean, you got, like, Mephesto, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him.
2: <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, when I'm thinking of Marvel bad guys, I'm only thinking of Spider-Man bad guys. And they're so, like, charismatic <laughs> and awesome. like.
3: Right, but they're also not, like... Yeah, they're not powerful. Taking over a multiverse yeah, they're just trying to take <laughs> over
2: NYC. <laughs> it, it I did so NYC. Much... <laughs> it's
3: they've
2: like, move to LA, burrow. dude. Spider-Man
3: is not there. Go somewhere else.
4: They've got so much time to build up to a new, like, big bad. The first, like the first run was 12 years or something like that longer
3: 2007 to whenever yeah Yeah. So i think they said endgame came out like a year ago or two years ago today so
4: something like that yeah i feel like it was two years ago but i yeah they've got they've got time to like build it up again it doesn't have to like show up in what'd you call it stevie captain america and winter soldier season one yeah, episode four be
0: season one of captain america winter soldier yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I just want to see a whole movie on the flag smashers. I mean, I think we all want that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong too, but I feel like Galactus doesn't have like a bunch of character like Thanos to, like
0: No, he's pro- just kinda of like uh, a chess
1: piece. Uh, probably eating, not. Eating planets. Eating worlds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but he can literally can turn into whatever he wants, so
2: I was gonna say, isn't he just like humongous? How would that even work scale wise in a movie like he's just as big as planets like that would be awkward punching his
5: big toe like (laughs) that would just be
2: kind of awkward to do in a movie i guess yeah
5: they need to bring in magneto and the brotherhood of mutants somehow yeah yeah but at the same
3: time it's also already been done like ad nauseum
5: yeah yeah but in the mcu man they're trying to kill homo sapiens you know and avengers got to stop them there ain't no x-men
0: yet Hmm. Who's that character in Thor that's like Thor, but he's not? Is he a di- way different name? Hercules? No, he's like Bullet or what's his name? <sighs> he's in the movie or no, no, in no. The comic. He, he was in the comics and he's also in the shows too. Uh, he, he looks like a bird version of Thor. Oh, he was Thor. Um, beta, beta Ray uh, Bill. Beta Ray Bill.
1: Yes. Other
5: Thor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, you guys ready for some yes or no's? Yeah. All right, this time let's go Wesys to Isis. Corey, I'll start with you. All right.
5: I'm going to give it a yes. I thoroughly enjoyed this series. Um, I think it would be better suited to binge rather than watch week to week as I did. Um, mm. It just seems to be like a continuing story in the way that a movie is. in mm. um, compared, I guess, compared to WandaVision which was the last one where, you know, it was uh, very much intended to be semi-episodic by nature, you know, just due to the nature of the the way the f- show was formatted. Um, but I really liked this. I, I You know, Captain Walker, uh, not the <laughs> Mad Max version, but <laughs> John, John Walker was great. I mean, you know, he's a bad guy for most of it, but it, I loved seeing him. I loved, like, the way he interacted with them. Um, I liked seeing falcon come into his own and i i guess i especially liked at the beginning like it like it kind of has a question and it's like what do these two avengers do we just pluck two avengers out what do they do when there's like not a infinity war going on like you know one of them has like financial hardship he basically is unemployed like you know there's no money in being an avenger and then the winter soldier is dealing with all his trauma and just like trying to make his way as a man out of time, but also with a very bloody past. And I really like that aspect of it, but I enjoyed it all the way through. Good action scenes. Uh, you know, they spent all the money on this. It was a good show. Yes, for me.
2: Nice. Uh, I'll give it a yes. I liked it a lot. I thought the action was great. Um, yeah, I think we just spent a little too much time on the flag smasher stuff that's gonna be my well i got two gripes with it i won the flag smasher stuff and then two i know uh the new uh captain america outfit is like comic book accurate but it's like come on bro it's like white white (laughs) pure white and he's bumping up against the helicopter that thing is already brown and gray and stained like you gotta choose a different (laughs) color uh i don't think that will last very long that extensive dry cleaning um but yeah i thought it was great i think i just i think i just like bucky too much <laughs> to, to be like <laughs> yeah i want to see more falcon i just don't i've never found falcon to be that interesting of a character and i don't know if that's like a bad thing but i just i don't know he's just not very interesting to me but i thought <laughs> the show was good no no I thought like John Walker was a more interesting character than Sam has been in all of the movies and this TV show that he's been in. So I'll just give it a yes. Uh, I think Loki is going to be definitely more entertaining for me though.
1: Josh from Goshen. I'm pretty sure Brett said that Falcon was his least favorite MCU character in a WandaVision episode. So
3: yes, (laughs) I don't know. Just joking.
1: You're just projecting. For joking, for joking, hey, once you focus on yourself, <laughs> <laughs> definitely giving this season a yes. I'm a new fan to Marvel. Um, it's, it's keeping me interested. I will say, maybe I'm teetering a little more on the edge because like the way this ended was a little cheesy with him landing in like the middle of the city and giving like a big <laughs> speech that like changes everyone's mind or something. Um, I guess it's comic book-esque <laughs> and you can admire it for that, but it is a bit cheesy. Um, I like when they go cheesy sometimes, like the museum for Captain America, like the old Steve Rogers, and then when they add Isaiah to it, like that museum at first I was like, oh, this is so cheesy, and then I was like, this is exactly how it would look in a comic book, and I just thought it was really cool. Um Falcon and Bucky are kind of pieces of crap for not sticking up for Captain America when he's put in some tough situations early on. And they really messed up that, that relationship, I think. Uh, but yeah, big, big yes for this. Um, yes.
3: Brett. Uh, yeah, this is a big yes for me. I really enjoyed it. Um Yeah, I'm kind of with Josh, the scene where he, in the middle of the street, give his speech, I was very (laughs) Captain Um, Planet-y. But, and, you know, it's not like I didn't think Russell was a good character. He just, like, every time he was on the screen, I was like, oh my god, this guy's so lame. But, uh, Uh. also, he liked, he got the worst-looking parts from both his parents, so uh, it kind of sucks to be him. But, You know, whatever. He's probably rich, so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love Bucky. I think it's kind of dumb that they work the whole six episodes to change the Falcon to the Captain America and not change the Winter Soldier to Bucky Barnes. Agreed. I noticed that too, man. Yes. What a missed opportunity, because the whole six, yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole six episodes, he's billion to be Captain America, it's like what is slow arc, and then the, it's the opposite for Bucky. He's trying to get away from the Winter Soldier. So, I mean, again, it it's just a title card. It's not. It didn't even have to like lead to anything. It just it was just could have been a cool nod to Bucky. Um, I love Sebastian Stan. Uh, yeah, nice. Falcon's like my least favorite, but I thought he was pretty dope the last two episodes, and uh, uh, he came a long way for me. He's only just kind of definitely mostly my least favorite character <laughs> instead of like way down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He was, he was cool, man. But Bucky is the man. I wish it, like the first episode where they focused on Bucky like that, I wish there was like way more of that. Um, but, you know, that wouldn't advance the story. We had to, ta- we had to get to the Flag Smasher. So hard, it's a hard yes for me. I really, really liked it.
4: Yeah, this is Jordan. It's a yes for me as well. Um, I do think uh, we've talked about like some of the flaws and stuff. I think like the focus could have been messed with a little bit, like take out the Flag Smashers and make it more about John Walker versus the two main characters or the Power Broker and Stevie's boy Helmet Zemo. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, there's, There's places where they could have done more. And if anything, I think like make it a longer series and like lower budget and like explore their backstories or not backstories, but like their like Corey said, like their day to day, like what do Avengers do? when they go back to normal life when they're mostly just regular guys in a way. Um, so it's a little scattered in that way, but it's, it's a good watch. I agree that it would be better binged. Um, we actually binged the first three episodes in a row and we're like, ah, it's really slows down when you watch it week to week. But um, yeah, it's all out now. It's a, it's a good, what like five and a half hours or so to spread out over a weekend. Yeah. It's fun.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a really, uh, hard. Yes. I thought this was incredibly, incredibly ambitious of Disney to try and do for the simple fact that like one of the biggest moments, you know, over, you know, 20 some odd movies involved Steve Rogers and Captain America. And to try and pass that torch so quickly, I thought was incredibly bold. Uh, I enjoyed kind of the play between Bucky and Sam and kind of how they started off hating. It's almost like a buddy cop film. Mm -hmm. You know, they started off hating each other and they became friends over time. Um, It's like a great action movie. It's like, you know, three great action movies all rolled into one. I didn't love the flag smashers thing like you guys, but nonetheless, it gave us a story that we needed. Even if this is filler, for future movies to come. I still really enjoyed it. So hard yes for me.
3: It's like, I think about, I think after the first episode, I think it's something Mikey said in the thread that is super true to me. Like I, it's Mikey said something along the lines of how do you follow up? Like an amazing mind bending 23 movie. And then like Disney just freaking is bringing it right now with like these shows are just really killing it. And it's like, it just kind of shows, like you always like to talk about how good of a company, how, like how amazing Disney is, and like they're just, I mean, they're just killing it, man. Like it's like, how do you follow that up? And they're doing it, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they could sustain it, but they probably can because they're just amazing. At these shows have been two big pluses for me, and I'm look, really looking forward to Loki and all that stuff. So too big to fail.
0: Oh, it's like you said, Brett. How do you follow up? You know. Captain America being able to lift Molnir and you know mm-hmm. holding the shield and also releasing lightning from the sky I mean that's yeah like I, I don't know if you guys remember like when I was in the theaters my my theater erupted when that happened Oh yeah. And oh, I yeah. saw every Marvel th- every Marvel movie in theaters and never heard like a reaction like that so incredibly difficult to follow up but they did so there you go Josh what do we have coming down the pipeline for spoilers?
1: You notice we talked an hour about that series and we never mentioned the Torres character one time.
0: Well, he's coming. <laughs> he's going to be the next Falcon, all right. Give it, let it breathe. <laughs> cool. cool, 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 cool. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's going to be the next Falcon. Hmm. What he That's was like rumor. at the end? At the end, listening to that speech, he had all of like Falcon's like gear and parts. Like uh, spread out, spread out across the table.
3: That was Hispanic Miles Teller, right?
5: Yes,
0: pretty okay. much. <laughs> what
5: the fuck? Yeah, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's gonna be the next Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. All right, this oh, is what man. this is what spoilers has coming
1: down the pike. Uh, oh man, that actually hurt me. As we're oh, recording I I this, myself. we're recording oh. this on a late April full moon night. Three new three ninjas just came Pink out. Pink
3: Moon, Super Moon. Yeah,
1: it's huge. Uh, three ninjas just came out, so that's a funny episode. Listen to that bread episode. Um, we have a Patreon request that it's snack, but we always bleep that out when we say it, which I love. So hopefully, I think Pappy's is actually editing this episode. Hopefully, he'll edit that out. Um, I have a confession to make. I lo- This is the first time this has happened in spoilers for me, but I lost my audio track. For Jack and Jill.
4: Yeah.
1: And Pappy was going to edit that, but now I'm going to edit it and use the hijack, the backup records. Oh, man. So it's going to sound kind of shitty, but Jack and Jill's still going to come out. Um, <laughs> we
2: can redo the whole thing. Let's just redo it. I'll watch it again. <laughs> Please. I've got to change my yes
3: or no. <laughs> Jeez, oh, <geez.
1: laughs> um, and here's one thing I, I, we don't talk about like sponsors or that much like that kind of stuff very much but you can support us on Patreon and there's a really probably the best Patreon episode we have so far the Mad Max episode It's Stevie's favorite movie of all time the host of this episode Fury Road yes Mad Max Fury Road we covered it Stevie's favorite movie of all time it's one of our best pods of all time it's just a really good time and you can only get it on Patreon it's like $2.99 to be a stauncher
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah, and you, should do, that. From you should do that for free. Soon. What, Brett? I so said, you, you could be a stauncher for free, but, you know, you might as well... Never mind, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in pain from laughing. Stevie,
0: you,
1: like, it's a good thing to support our show, right? It's worth it.
0: It's a fantastic thing. I mean... When you combine all the movie knowledge we have on this pod, I mean, we're we're a great listen. So why not support us? Hey, and for all the people who dislike me, hey, good news. On our
3: Patreon, they don't even ask me to do any of this stuff. So, (laughs) I mean, I was the first one to watch Sound of Metal. I didn't even get asked to do the pod. So, guys, if you hate
2: me, support us. Please. (laughs) I wasn't on it either, Brett. It was only Pat and Steve. Were you (laughs) asking Patreon subscribers
1: like 25%? Wow. Mikey knows what I'm talking about. Free Mm. Patreon episodes.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's (laughs) worth 20 bucks right there.
2: hey, you pledge enough, and you get to choose a movie that you want reviewed that Brett specifically won't be on. I I don't care. Pick a movie. Brett's not on it.
1: We had that discussion at one point. Should that person be able to choose the cast
0: that's on it? And we're like, no. That's, like, too far. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God. Oh, my God, Brett. That's too funny. Oh, Well, I have, like, tears in my eyes. That's too funny. Um... (laughs) thanks for listening Brett I'm sorry we didn't ask you if you got sound of metal that's okay man (laughs) (laughs) oh please support you know what I'm not going to say please if you want to support us on Patreon if not go to iTunes leave us an awesome review or a terrible review just let us know what you think of our podcast thank you for listening that was Spoilers
2: Special thank you to our patrons, Matt Troll, Brother Brian, Druid King, Nick. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilerspodcast.
5: Everything mocked, everything membered. That was spoilers.